Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inu wa nasta'afiru wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina Man yahdihillahu fa huwa al-muhtad Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ahdahu la shadukalah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu wa ba'dih Yaqulu al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khayrukum man ta'allam al-Qur'ana wa allamahu خيركم من تعلم القرآن وعلمه. The best of you are those the best خيرية. The best of you are those who تعلم القرآن. Is the one who learns the Quran وعلمه. So it's not just enough for you to learn the Quran. You need to also teach it as well. And this is how the Qur'an is transferred from generation to generation. So at the time of the Prophet wasallam, the Qur'an came first to the Prophet wasallam from Jibreel wasallam, And the Prophet wasallam took it off Jibreel. Then the Prophet wasallam taught it to his Sahaba. And from his Sahaba were those who were experts in the Qur'an who transferred it down to the Tabi'een. And then to the Tabi'a Tabi'in. And then generation after generation. And this is the, the beauty of the Quran. That this is how it is transmitted. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takaffal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made sure that this Quran is preserved. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preserve this Quran. And to this day you'll see, mathalan, young children, 8, 9, 10, they've memorized the Quran from Surah Al-Fatiha to Surah Al-Nas. Not a problem. And this is from the beauty of the Quran. But if we have not memorized the entire Qur'an, that doesn't mean we take a portion of the Qur'an. As the Prophet ﷺ said, بَلِّغُوا عَنِّي وَلَوْ But make sure you know this ayah. Spread this ayah that you know, this ilm that you have learned. Once you learn it, spread it. But make sure you learn it properly first. Don't learn something wrong and then spread something wrong. Make sure you learn this and you teach it. فَأَوْلَادُنَا مَثَلًا Our children are rightful to know and have this knowledge. Our children need to learn this knowledge eventually for the young shabab. I'm not saying you know, the old ones, خلاص, they finish. They can still teach their children. You might be even responsible. You might be responsible for teaching your children. And if you yourself can't teach them, you need to give to someone else to teach them. For the best ilm that you can arm your, your child with is the knowledge of the Quran when they are very young. Because like we said, is a naqsha al-hajar. is like naqsha al-hajar. Like the carving on a rock. Carving on a rock stays for a very long time. And maybe our brothers who didn't grow up like with Arab languages, they're, they're finding the, the, the adverse effects of this naqsh al-hajar. So it's naqsh, originally, yani, the nutq wasn't pronunciation wasn't very good, but it's, it's kind of stuck in their head. Yani. But inshallah, if you work with the Qur'an and you have sincerity in what you do, uqsim billah, even if it's just a little bit, you will feel the thamra and the sweetness of this. Because ma kana lillahi dama wa tasal, whatever was for Allah will remain in this dunya and in the akhirah. You'll see the effects of it. Wa ma kana li ghairillah, whatever was for other than Allah, for showing off or for gharad dunyawi or for some affairs of the dunya. For people, مثلا, they raise themselves up with the Quran. مثلا, they study the Quran so they get a, an imam position or they get a position in the ministry or they get a position of whatever. And, they, and the Qur'an is elevated. A person who's memorized a portion of the Qur'an, that will be elevated amongst the people's heart. For if their aim and their objective of learning the Qur'an was for this, مَا كَانَ, ما كان لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ فَأَذَّنَ اللَّهِ زَالَ وَانْقَطَعَ 
it will cease and it will be cut off. It will cease and cut off. In this dunya and in the akhirah. They will take everything, all the ajr in this dunya and in the akhirah. They come before Allah. They are the first ones who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lights the hellfire with. For the person who learns the Quran, he comes Yawm al-Qiyamah. And he says, what did you do? He said, I learned the book of Allah and I taught the book of Allah and, and, and only to please you. He said, Kathabt, you have lied. You've only learned the Quran so that people say you have a nice voice and so that you can raise your position and raise your status. And then Allah said to him, you have taken everything you want in the, in the dunya, take it. You've gone. You've already taken it. You've got nothing in the akhirah. And he will be the first one to be put in the hellfire. billah. So always have this humility when you're reading the Quran and when you're studying the Quran that, wallahi, we haven't reached anything, subhanAllah. We haven't reached anything. But these six, seven ayat that we take every week, treat them as something huge and something big and revise them and, and read them and go over them. فما الله سبحانه وتعالى open our hearts to the Quran and may Allah سبحانه وتعالى bless us with the Quran and may Allah سبحانه وتعالى teach us and give us fiqh of the Quran and may Allah remind us of the things that we forgot of the Quran Allah سبحانه وتعالى the Quran is very easy to forget both in memorization and both in understanding of it you need to have all the time reading the Quran أنتم أشد خلقا أم السماء بناها رفع سمكها فسواها وأغطش ليلها وأخرج ضحاها Alright, so after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the story of Musa alayhi salam Why? Remember the, the link, the link of the ayat So first of all يقولون إنا لمردودون في الحافرة This is all the ayat which are talking about the denial of al-ba'ath All of these ayat before we're talking about the denial of the ba'ath. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the story of Musa alayhi salam. And we said that he gave him the story of Musa tasliya to the Prophet sallallahu as an encouragement and a motivation. For just like they rejected, the people of Musa rejected the ba'ath, so did the, the, the mushrikun of Quraysh, they also rejected the ba'ath. And now there's this isti'naf. We're returning back again to the ones who rejected the ba'ath. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A antum. A this hamza is what? A question. What kind of question? A rhetorical question, yes? Doesn't require an answer, it's just there for effect, yeah? That's a rhetorical question. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking and addressing the people of the mushrikun of Quraysh. A antum ashaddu khalqan amis sama'u banaha. Allah is asking them, A antum, are you? Ashaddu khalqan Are you more difficult to create? Amis sama Or the sama Banaha Aantum ashaddu khalqan Amis sama banaha Allah is giving them a rhetorical question That they, even they cannot reject this For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling them You're rejecting something you cannot see And that's the resurrection But you can clearly see the sky Musta'ili reject the sky why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use khalqiya? Aslul khalq, because if he created them in the first instance, then what? It's very easy to bring them back to life again. For the creation, the original creation from nothing is more difficult than, is not more difficult than the resurrection. Or is more difficult than the resurrection. For Allah says, A'antum ashaddu khalqan amis sama'u banaha. Ashaddu. More difficult. 
Does this mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala finds some things difficult and other things difficult? This ashaddu is what? A comparison. So when you say something is ashad, that means this thing is more hard than this thing. But is this implying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala finds some things difficult and other things not difficult? No. إِنَّهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْرًا يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ So what's this in, in, in respect of? In respect of those people who are rejecting it. For to them, what is more difficult to you? Looking at the creation of the insan or looking at the creation of the heavens? أَأَنْتُمْ أَشَدُّ خَلْقًا أَمِ السَّمَاءُ بَنَاهَا Where have we heard بَنَاهَا before? وَبَنَيْنَا فَوْقَكُمْ سَبَعًا شِدَادًا بَنَا وَبَنَا What did you say بَنَا was in عَمَّ يَتَسَالُونَ Strong. We built them with strength. بِأَيْدٍ with strength. فَاللَّهُ سُبْحَانَ تَعَالَى is comparing the creation of the sky to the creation of the humans. Which one is more difficult? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ala kulli shay'in qadir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ala kulli shay'in qadir. Like we said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using something that they can see to establish something that they cannot see. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is establishing something they can see. They just need to look up at the heavens. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come to explain the things that he did to the heavens to make it more clear to them. Yes? أَأَنْتُمْ أَشَدُّ خَلْقًا أَمِ السَّمَاءِ بَنَاهَا رَفَعَ سَمْكَهَا فَسَوَّاهَا What's samk? رَفَعَ سَمْكَهَا The Arab used to use the word samk for anything which they used to lift up high or put something high. This is what they used to use the word samk for. To elevate something or put it in a high place, they used to say رَفَعَتُ سَمْكَهَا I would lift it up and put it in somewhere high. And the ha here, samkaha, returns to what? As-sama. So that means what? The sama is masculine or feminine? Feminine. Yes? It's clear? Rafa'a samkaha, that means he elevated it. Elevated, very high. Above the earth. Yani now they send rocket ships, and we said just to get to the sky, they cannot get to the top of the sky. Maybe up and up and up and up, they cannot get to the sky. This is just the sama of the dunya. Rafa'a samkaha, very high up. And without any a'amida, without any pillars or supporting walls. All of these are lifted up. Mathalan, if we imagine the roof of this musalla, can this musalla exist without these pillars here, these load-bearing pillars here? But if we took them away, what would happen? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the heavens and raised it up without any pillars. رَفَعَ سَمْكَهَا فَسَوَّاهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the creation of the human being مَا غَرَّكَ بِرَبِّكَ الْكَرِيمِ الَّذِي خَلَقَكَ فَسَوَّاكَ فَعَدَلَكَ فَسَوَّاك What does سَوَّاك mean? He created it with perfection and proportion. يعني it is a perfect creation. How did we say the perfection of the sky is? If we look up in the sky, is there any cracks or splits in it? On a beautifully, مثلا, sunny day. Look up at the sky. Do you see any splits and cracks or anything? For these are all signs for the person to look at and to observe. And like, just like we said, the, 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 the shepherd of the camels. He said, how do you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists? A shepherd, how do you know that Allah exists? He said, when I see the, the ba'ra of the camel, when I see the, the dung of the camel, 
This one leads me to the camel. This one leads me to the camel. Yeah, they, they didn't just appear like this out of nothing. The same thing. The creation leads to the creator. You just need to look around. And that's why مثلا, the atheists, when they say, no, there's no evidence. There's no evidence for the existence of God. There's no evidence. How do we know that God exists? How do we know that God exists? And we say to them, if your eyes are closed and you're saying, where's the sun? Where's the sun? I can't see the sun. You just need to open your eyes. So it's all around you. Ayatullah is all around you. وَأَغْطَشَ لَيْلَهَا وَأَخْرَجَ ضُحَاهَا أَغْطَشَ لَيْلَهَا means he made the layl not just dark, intensely dark. أَغْطَشَ means very very dark. Very very dark. أَغْطَشَ لَيْلَهَا Again what are we talking about the ha here? Going back to sama. So the sama is intensely black. I don't know if anyone has been out into the country at night, you know, where there's no street lights and there's no and there's no you know, artificial lighting of any kind. And they look outside and there's no moon. They will appreciate what Aghtasha means. It is absolutely dark, pitch dark. You can't see anything. You can't even see in front of you. And even if your eyes try to adjust, they cannot adjust because there's no dark. It's just absolute pure darkness. This is what أغطش means. وأغطش ليلها وأخرج ضحاها. What's the duha? The dawn. So the opposite of أغطش is now the light. أخرج. What does أخرج mean? It brings out. And this is exactly, it's a very good description of a duha. When you observe how the sun comes up, it first of all appears in the horizon. First of all, appears in the horizon as a light. A light. With the sun hasn't even appeared yet. Just the rays of the light are starting to appear. And slowly it rises up until you see the disk of the sun. So slowly, slowly, slowly. And then the, the aghtash, the, the intense night, has been broken by the emergence of, of the light. By the emergence of the light. And for the people who get up for Fajr and go to the masjid, they can appreciate this. Sometimes when they're driving to the masjid, they can see the duha up in the horizon and looking at it. And this is another benefit of coming to Jama'a Salah as well. It reminds you of the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alright, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after he mentions the creation of the heavens he mentions now the creation of the earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَالْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ دَحَاهَا وَالْأَرْضَ Everyone knows what أَرْضَ means. بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ After this After what? After, after the creation of the heavens, بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ دَحَاهَا We'll come to know what دَحَاهَا is. So what does this imply? What's the order that Allah created the heavens and the earth? What came first? Sama and then the earth, صح? This one مشكل here now. Because the other ayah says, هو الذي خلق لكم ما في الأرض جميعا it's problematic now. Who is the one 
created for you everything on the earth jami'an then he elevated himself to the skies فَسَوَّاهُنَّ سَبْعَ سَمَوَاتِ So what does this say first? The earth is first and then the sky. So this one is saying, what's this one saying? وَالْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ After this, then the earth. When, whenever we have something apparently contradictory in the Qur'an, the Qur'an is not, not, there's no contradiction in the Qur'an. It is absolutely impossible for there to be contradiction in the Qur'an. So what we have to do is we have to have جَمْعَ بَيْنَ الْآيَاتِ we have to understand the ayat together. And they have to fit together. Because we have to know how they fit. We have to put the right pieces of the puzzle in the right place. Alright, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ دَحَاهَا So there's no contradiction between the two ayat. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did create the earth first. أَصْلُ الْخَلْقِ أَصْلُ الْخَلْقِ يعني the, the original creation of the earth was first. And then he created the seven heavens. And then after he created the seven heavens, just like this ayah says, Dahaha. So we're not talking about the creation here, we're talking about what? The spreading of the earth. So there's a difference between Al-Khalq and Ad-Dahu. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first of all created the earth. And then he created the seven heavens. And then he, Dahaha, the ard came back and Daha al-ard. And we'll come to know what dahaha is. What is dahaha? Spread out. Where have we did this spreading out before? Go back to Ammat Asa'al and rewind again. Alam naj'alil arda mihada. What did you say mihada was? Manageable, soft, moldable, working, you can work with. Sah? Dahaha, what does dahaha mean? What does it say dahaha is? Spread it, spread it out. So this one is, he spread it out. He made it expansive. That you can build your things on and you can... And you can uh, pass to your animals on it and and ila akhirihi. But this one is referring to the flatness of the earth. And they are they are related to each other. For if the earth wasn't flat, it would not be manageable. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is specifically mentioning here Dahul Ard. That means he made it Dahaha. He made it flat and workable and manageable. Akhraja minha ma'aha Nadhahiya ma'aha and mar'aha. We're still talking about the sama' sah? What are we talking about now? The pronoun returns now to al-ard. Akhraja minha ma'aha wa mar'aha. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying dahaha. This is an explanation for dahaha now. Dahaha is akhraja minha ma'aha wa mar'aha. He took out, he takes out, extracts the water from the earth. وَمَرْعَاهَا And also it's مَرْعَا How does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extract water from the earth? How do we get our water from the earth? Digging. يعني شو يعني well. بِئْر صح? Wells. يعني the bore water in the earth. This is one form of way of getting water. What is the other way? From the earth. From the earth. It comes down from the earth. When the earth stores it, how does it store it? The sea. Fresh water. Fresh water. You can drink the fresh water. Another way. Springs, mashallah, tafjir al-anhar, al-ayun. For all of these, akhraja minna ma'aha, from the earth. This is the part of the dahu of the earth. Akhraja minna ma'aha wa mar'aha. What's a mar'a? The Prophet ﷺ said, kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'oolun an ra'iyyati. He said, each one of you is like a ra'i, like a shepherd. 
And everyone is responsible for their ra'iya or their flock of sheep or their whoever is under their thing. Ra'a yara'a. Faza yafuzu. What's the place of foes? Mafaza, sah? What did we say mafaza was? The place of success, sah? So ra'a yara'a. What does a shepherd do? They take their sheep and they go out onto the to the open plains and they find the best spot of grass for their sheep to eat. So ra'a, the act of tending to the sheep. And the place where you take your sheep to is what? Mara'a. This is the place. Mara'a. This is the place where the sheep, they eat and they, 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 you know, they what do they call it? They graze. Waljibala arsaha. Waljibala arsaha. What is the other, what's the other ayah in Ammay Tassar that we talk about al-jibal? Waljibala awtada. What do you say awtad were? Pigs. Holding the earth. And holding themselves as well with the outad. Allah says, Jibala arsaha. What does arsaha mean? Firm, absolutely entrenched in the earth, nailed down to the earth. Sheikh ibn Adaymin said, If you see a tent that's not properly established in the earth and a heavy wind comes, he said, It's so well entrenched, the earth, that even if the heavy winds, and winds can be very, very heavy, if they came, they wouldn't affect them. They would stay firm in the ground. And firm as well, like we said before, Al-Jibala Awtada, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala balances the earth with it so that it's not disturbed and, and there's earthquakes and things that move around and the person and the people cannot be established on the earth. So all the creation of the skies and, and the earth and the water and, and, and for what reason is this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now mentions His blessings on us. Why did Allah do all of this? Not like the atheists say that it's all part of no plan whatsoever. And it's very hard, far-fetched to think that all of this creation is just for our benefit. They will say this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that like, there's no point in this creation. It's not there for the human being. It's not human-centric. It's not all around, revolving around the human being. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, All of these creations are just for you. Mata'an lakum. A mata'a for you and for your an'am. What's an'am? Cattle and livestock, yes? Yani the animals that the person can tend and that will benefit them from behemoth al-an'am. Whether it's cows or sheep or, or goats or camels or whatever. All of these are livestock. What's mata'a mean? What does it say in the book mata'a is? Provision and benefit. A mata'a in the Arabic language is something that is used for a fixed period of time. You take benefit from it and then after a while, خلاص, it's finished. And this is exactly what these mata'a of the dunya. For as Musab said in the khutbah today, in his Jum'ah khutbah today, he said, take from the dunya that will allow you to reach your akhirah. And this is exactly what a mata'a is. It's something that you use to benefit in this dunya, to help you draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then it will take you to the akhirah. It will finish, the mata'a will finish. And then it will take you, you will be going to the Akhirah. Mata'an lakum, not just for you, but also for your an'am. And essentially the mata'a of the an'am returns back to the mata'a of the human being as well. So we get mata'a from the animals, whether it's through meat or milk or sheep or wool or all these mata'a that we get, we also get the mata'a from them as well. We'll stop here inshallah. Subhanakallah wa bihamdika. أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب لك